1: Alright, we we're back. We're picking up on our last week conversation, which is all about dating. For the most part. Billionaires are dating. Yep. Um all right, so all things pee. Sometimes you got you just gotta keep it pee. <laughs> so um Sunil had a question. How long should courtship lasts but the honest question the honest answer that i've heard from seasoned relationship vets is that it should never stop it Hmm. should never end um but let's be realistic um so maybe like a year
2: (laughs) (laughs) so my thing is like at what point is it not necessarily courtship but at what point should you be able to feel safe if you're not as like As, like, planning every single thing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it should be a way of life, and, like, for me it is, but at what point is it that I don't need to be looking over my back or my shoulder or that it's not, like, the romance is dead?
1: Well, I think... Uh, Okay, so I think that that comes not from the events that you do. So remember last week I was talking about how the event is just a wrapper to the actual situation. Mm. So you can have whatever relationship with somebody and do anything with them. Um, So for me, one of the important things was like, can I be silent around someone? Mm -hmm. That was a big thing for me. Like we don't have to talk the whole way in the car ride to wherever. Right. You know, can I have, peace of mind knowing that hey I'm just happy that you're here and I think how, how, how often do you get into like week one week two week three first month first six months into those deep conversations where you know where they stand about the things you really care about
2: pretty early but remember I'm t- like I haven't had much experience um, most of my experience dating a lot of it is just conversation because there's always been distance Right. So the actual face-to-face physical aspect is more the um, more the uh, what's it called the exception versus the conversation. So a lot of my relationships have been mostly conversation because we were there was distance between us, so it was mostly over the phone, texting, like communicating. So there was a lot of like, okay, we'll talk about this deep stuff because we ran out of just what's going on today, you know.
1: You're like me. I was very it, it was it was it's was weird like man, there's only great people really far away. Mhm. You know, that's what it felt like. Right. Um and for a good minute I wanted that because I remember I used to date this girl like 10 years ago. She used to live downtown LA and she moved to North Hollywood right down the street from me. Huh. Like right there. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> and for those that missed it, he just went like that with his eyes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so she was literally right across. She the was chamber. like right there. <laughs> She's like walking distance. And I remember like feeling. Vomity about it I, was, <laughs> I, I, I remember just being It's adjustment like, Yeah, no, I remember Because I was like I was used to talking to people Mad far away Like, yeah, I was talking yeah. to people From Florida Talking to people from New York At the time Talking to somebody From Argentina Like, it was always like Far away Right And so when she was like I just want to be closer to you I was just like <clears throat> Oh, she moved for you? So she was moving anyway Oh, okay. And so she made the decision To move closest me got you and i just like couldn't handle it you know i was like you're right down the street
2: it is an adjustment i think and it's something like deep embedded me like now that i'm obviously trying to be in something serious um it's an adjustment like i think i only know how to date with distance i don't know how to date with uh having access on a regular basis and i think it, it causes me to like mentally have to adjust. like yeah. I think I get bored quicker uh, closer right because yeah. I'm I like I'm so used to only having everything be like a moment because it's mm-hmm. anticipation to see the person. Mm-hmm. Now when that anticipation is taken away, it's like like I said it's if my if I'm only used to excitement level on a roller coaster, than just on the monorail feels boring, right? Right. right so, right. so I think that I have to psychologically get in a place to have the monorail be just as exciting than just the roller coaster. You know,
1: that's interesting that you say that. So, uh, when you start dating somebody, you have this like over instant overwhelming feeling. Like, oh, I I want to talk to them all the time. I want to mm-hmm. see them all the time. I just am crazy about them. And that's not normally my experience, but recently it's been kind of the opposite. It's been like this slow thing where I thought something was wrong. Like,
2: what, explain that. What do you mean, by slow thing? So
1: it's been this like I don't have that burning sensation in my stomach. Like, there's no butterflies. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, like there's the, it's like a it's like a butterfly. huh. Like one. Right. And it takes a while for it to hit the stomach linings. you know. (laughs) So you're like, I know you're in there, but it's not like hitting me like that. But every day I started not liking them more, just having a different appreciation for them. Mm -hmm. And it just took a little bit of consistency on both of our ends to be like. I, yo, let me just check up on you. I know you're having a long day or like whatever, whatever. And that changed my mindset. And I actually spoke to somebody about it. I have a friend. She's like. In her forties, and I was like explaining, like, "Yo, this is kind of a weird feeling because normally I would've been like all in, Super you know? excited, right?" Yeah. But it's just like maybe this is not correct. And she was like, "No, all you're doing is maturing in how you're, uh, how you value somebody, right?" Which is very unique. And then once she told me that, it opened up my brain to being like. Ah, because- I like it's actually kind of a toxic thing to be obsessed with somebody yep. super early on mm-hmm. you know you think it's a good thing because I like you so much and I just always want to see you and all this stuff, but like no, <laughs> right that's what remember
2: we talked about in previous episode, like how people associate love with maybe negative negative things so that they only um like so if you only associate love with that excitement feeling Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then when that excitement feeling fades which it naturally does for everybody Mm -hmm. you automatically are like well i don't love this person anymore yeah but when that in all actuality isn't that you uh, feelings are fleeting yeah what's important should be all the other stuff that causes a relationship to last Yeah. common values communication like chris always brings up like Mm -hmm. all those types of things so for me i know i'm actively like i was talking this is funny i was talking to this girl just two days ago bro Hmm. and um on the phone at night because i'm doing this whole like like just call me like on these apps like i'm i'm tired of just texting just call me Hmm. here's my number just call me and so in that conversation she's like i think you need therapy
1: (laughs) I was like, "What?" And then I was like, uh, "I was like, wh- I was like, wow." And she she got that off the conversation, so she knows she's reading the right.
0: No, this is a new thing. Like therapy is like the new social status thing. Like, oh, I go to therapy. Yeah, like, that's that's a new thing. So don't, right, right. don't worry about that. We all men need therapy. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I think I don't think it's a negative connotation or anything like that. But I was like expressing to her, like I was telling her, My um, what, used to beat me. "These no, no, no." I was telling her <laughs> these exact thoughts that would telling you right now Mm -hmm. because she was talking about relationships and all this kind of stuff and i was like for me right now i know that i'm mentally changing the way i look at relationships because before i've always dealt with distance so everything was always about anticipation and excitement Mm -hmm. because when i physically saw somebody it was after so long that Everything was planned, you know, obviously, you know, the sex and all this kind of stuff. There's all this anticipation. Now that I'm settled in, a, in an area and I'm looking for somebody that I can see on a consistent basis, like, my mentality has to change. She's like, oh, I think you need therapy because there's something deeper there. And I'm like, okay, well, I just told you what the fuck it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the last conversation between us. I and that psychology. was the last conversation that we've ever had. Right? Yeah. So, but, like, um so. To my point, like, so I'm that's something that I'm actively um, working on as far as just understanding that whatever I feel like, oh, this is boring, that might just be healthy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And so let me ask you this because you're used to long distance stuff just like I am. Yeah. I'm a busy person. Uh huh. uh, And I get a little bit of the same feeling of distance. Because of my hectic schedule. Right. So it's like, I can only see you on the weekend or maybe like every two weeks or something like that, where it was just kind of the same thing as distance. Whereas like, yo, I can only see you one time this month. I'm not flying over there. Or I'm not driving way over there. You know what I mean? So do you get into that too, where it's like, you're a busy person. You can like, you, you get that same feeling from distance from just having a busy schedule.
2: Yeah, but I'm trying to get – I'm trying to be in something different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what sure. I'm
1: saying is, like, I can clearly because I'm Yeah, I'm saying, to like, does that – has that seeped in? No, or,
2: because okay. I'm trying to make more – I want to be in something that I, I get to see somebody on a regular basis now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actively putting in work to that. But I also know that, like, previously distance – Previously, like distance that wasn't forced. So if I could be in the same space and then um, and like that person is busy or not showing me attention, all that kind of stuff, I would um, I would correlate that with losing interest. Yeah. Right. Whereas now I need to recalibrate to understand that, like I want somebody that's independent. That could, It's good to be able to see somebody all the time, but still have like independent lifestyles. Yeah. And not correlate that with, oh. I should feel insecure because she might be losing interest type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that is I, like recalibrating because now that I'm here and I know I'm going to be here cuz before I was moving like every year. Right. So right. everything was always distance. I never and my career was like always more important than anything else. So um so yeah, that's something. That's why I'm asking like guys like Sam, guys like, you know, Chris that are able to see somebody all the time that courtship question because At what point are you, like, cool with the routine? Because I've never been in a routine relationship, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Question for you. Uh, I I asked somebody the other day who lived with their person for two years, and they're getting married soon. I said, uh, you know, why did you guys feel the need to live together? And what has changed since you guys started living together? And he was like, well... The only thing that's really changed is that he doesn't get to miss his girl anymore. He doesn't get that chance and it and that has changed a little bit of how he sees her because he knows I'm going back home to you. Right. So, ha do you think that that, that it's a must for you like I got to live with you before we get married or you're like we can figure it out? No,
3: I definitely think you should live together before you get married. Just because, you know, when i go to your house and we kick it that's different from hey we're in our house you haven't like there's dog hair all over the couch you know there's there's laundry everywhere like we now have to work together and if it's something you do in the house that i'm not okay with we got to either compromise or we got to figure it out like something.
1: why can't that happen after marriage
3: because you're already locked in <laughs> you yeah. already signed the the contract yeah. You, you can't get out of the lease. You know, that's what I mean, <laughs> the reason, that's
1: the reason why I'm saying that. Yeah, like it just sounds like a test, and you don't care if you fail. What do you mean? Say it again. So it's like, oh, I, I, I have to live with you just to see what it's like.
3: It's just, and if you think, don't fix this, I'm out. No, I just think it's another way to grow together before you really like decide. Oh, okay, you know, we can get married or whatever it is.
2: I think it's important, but it also depends on what you value, like, relationships. So I think you're come from more of a traditional mindset that, like, once you make this commitment, no matter what, we're just going to work it and make it work. We're going to fix the things that we need to fix. But maybe there's some um, things that you find out when somebody's living with each other that are non-negotiables that you had that you didn't realize that they have. And it's just, like, irreconcilable differences. So, before you get married, because I think... Have you gone through that? Um, what? I've never lived with a... I've, anytime, so I've always... So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got to recalibrate because I know that I have every... So, anytime somebody <laughs> when that... When people start... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm trying to put this into, like, terms. So, uh, the relationships that have been distanced, when I've been able to get into a space that every single day we're able to see each other... It ends like within three or four months.
1: Every time you've been in a relationship where, you can, where you're close by, it ends within three so or four months.
2: So the long distance that has now we're able to see each other all the time because we moved or circumstances changed or whatever the case may be. It's end, ended within four months of us being in the same city or feasibly like very close distance. And I think it's that mentality of going from everything was an event that was planned and all that kind of stuff to it becoming routine.
1: I have a question about that. Okay. When you are far away from someone, you create an idea of who they are. And then when you see them for bits of time, like a weekend or something like that, they are their best selves. They're the most – they're the highlights of who they are as people. Right. And – That may or may not have anything to do with how far away you guys are because it's neither of your faults. You created this idea of this person because you only get to see them once every blank amount of time. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not anything to do with with testing the person. Maybe it just wasn't the right connection.
2: But you're looking at it like a test. I don't think Chris is necessarily saying it's a test. It's more that... you you understand the other aspect of it to make sure that everything is not even to make sure I think it's just like a natural progression is like you you, you're dating someone then you get serious with them and then you guys move in together and then you guys get married I think that's like the new age quote-unquote way of the process going my parents it wasn't like that like I'm sure your parents aren't, weren't like that. Most mm-hmm. cultural, like most cultures outside of America, I think, are, are starting to be like that. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> traditionally, it's not like that, right? The shacking up thing.
1: Right. I don't know, man. Would you live with your girl, Sam? Here's the
2: thing. So I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting for the mic. <laughs> I'm,
0: just, I'm thinking about how to say this tactfully, but it's like... Nah, don't, come don't on. worry about <laughs> the tag, bro. No, just, come on, man. a like, you... certain way you say it, but like... <laughs> I would definitely live with my girlfriend, but she needs to be okay that like me, I'm kind of like I need to. I'm an uh, introvert, uh-huh. so I like being in a social situation kind of drains my my so you need space. So I do need space. So she has to be understanding that it's not about her. It's just about her, like her being a person in general. Uh-huh. Like, kind of like oh, I need to kind of be in a alone you know, time, alone somewhere in the woods or the mountains, somewhere that I can just, you know be by myself. Cause I've heard stories about my grandfather who he bought uh, like plots of land in California City. If you don't know what that is, that's just a nothing town. Mm-hmm. And he would just, you know, pick. He, he would pick one of the kids. He had seven kids. He would pick one of them. All right, we're going this place because kids don't really drain you that way because mm-hmm. they're easy. But so I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I like seeing her all the time, but it's like if I don't get that recharge of being by myself for a couple days, maybe you know, four days at most, it's like. Mm. I get a little, little weird.
3: But even like I live when I live with Jessica now, I still we still have our own space. Right. I go to my computer to you know play video games or work or do something whatever, and then she's on the couch watching TV or she's on her computer. Like we live in the same space, but we give each other space all the time.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's a recalibration, but it's become like. You understand that about each other versus that's why I think it's important because uh, even if you're not living together and you're just dating and you see them maybe like twice a week, three times a week, whatever the case may be, it's still going to be similar to that best behavior type thing Mm -hmm. until you're you see them like like every single day, like through every single emotion, through every single like. How they react to the stuff that they haven't seen about you and all that kind of stuff i think that's why dating is like living with somebody can be valuable because there is a difference between that kind of stuff even if you like spend the night is different from every single day how do you deal with conflict how do you deal with when i'm super annoyed and not giving you the attention that you want at that moment like and we can't you can't just storm out like there's nowhere else to go like this is we sleep in the same bed Mm -hmm. you know like how do we handle this conversation right yeah so i think i I see value in it but i also know you can have very successful relationships without that because it's just about the mentality that you have on what marriage means Mm -hmm. and how how like because there's certain people where it's marriage they take that you know in christianity but till death do us part or yeah take it serious they take that super serious and y'all
1: just be joking <laughs> no. Till death do us part I guess <laughs> I ain't well, planning on dying anytime soon. <laughs> I ain't
3: never had to say it yet So that's why <laughs> Okay, now what's stopping you? What's stopping For marriage? Yeah Yeah, just don't feel financially ready Yeah, but like When will I ever be financially ready? Yeah, yeah. I don't know
1: Cause here's the thing, right? You'll be financially set Better If you guys were just married Right Makes sense. But I don't know. It's just it's, Yeah, I don't
2: know. get that answer because you guys are pretty much married right now. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. You're either married or you're not.
2: Well, I'm saying as far as lifestyle.
1: Mm, okay. what well, I'm they, not saying about Are your finances attached?
3: No.
2: Yeah, but the same way you would handle
3: But even if you are married, you can get it That's what I'm saying. Up like up it's not you, like
2: You said bring up mm-hmm.
3: who is who would who would bring that up? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, out of Jessica and I?
2: <laughs> Yo, the, the 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 shade that's
3: going on right now.
1: Bro, like, wow. I'm not throwing any wow. shade. I'm just saying. Are you talking bro.
3: like Jessica and I? Who yes. would bring it up? Who we both brought, brought up?
1: it up. Already? <laughs> yeah. Why? We
3: both have been like, all right, if we get married, like, just keep our own bank accounts because it's easy. Oh, Jessica's white. Yeah, yeah I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that too. That
2: too. I'm too brown. Um... <laughs> prenup is wild to me. I understand it, but it's also wild.
1: Yeah, I mean, I understand it in extreme situations. Right. If I made $150,000 a year and you made $200 million a year, right. I'll sign it. Yeah. I'll <laughs> sign it. Right. I get it. You'll spoil me anyways. Yeah. I'm married to you for the first three years. Right. right, right. But everybody makes you 70K. Know, I, I want to keep right. my
3: two nickels. She wants to keep her two quarters. <laughs> Let's keep it separate.
0: But why? All you to do is watch the Why not? Say it again. All you gotta do is watch the marriage story, and that'll make you get a pre
1: Uh The one with the...
0: Adam
1: Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah,
2: but Adam, I how But how, how long could Can't you live that. with... So for me, I think that there would be... If I'm living with somebody that I'm with, there would be like a, a limitation to how long I could live with that person before we, we get married.
1: Uh, say it one more time.
2: So like, um, for me, personally, if I'm living with somebody that I'm dating... Eventually, like I, I would, I would want to marry them within maybe like a year, two years. Yeah,
1: I mean that to me that makes sense. Yeah, you know, like I don't see the purpose of living with somebody to see if they leave the toilet seat up for like four years. Right.
2: Because at a certain point, we're either gonna, you know, shit up, get off the pot, right? Like, what are we doing? Right. In my mind, You're not for you, Chris, but no, I'm no, saying no, for I, me. I, I think
0: Chris is setting an example. Like we should be taking time. Well, you guys have only should...
1: lived together for how long? A year. Oh, okay. So that's the normal. Yeah, but this is a year seventy-two years in. Yeah, but that's different. I yeah, think no, I it it now. resets. Ooh, does, does it reset?
0: It, is it starting over?
2: Not starting over, but I'm saying like the clock resets. Like at the sense, like if you're together for ten years, that's different from. But now we started living together. You get an extra two years. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I
1: mean. Like, have you ever tried pump? Bacon? Like, have you ever considered pump faking? Just like proposing and then staying engaged for like six years.
0: Five years that's a pump fake? <laughs>
1: you already purchased the the most expensive part of it. Yeah, 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 But like the actual most expensive part is the wedding. Oh he well he should have done that. That's usually 19. split, right? Parents are involved, all that kind of stuff, you know. No, but I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to get married and you know like, okay, I'll ask.
3: <laughs> no, I've never considered pump faking, I didn't even know what it was. I also don't expect either of our parents to be paying any part of this wedding. <laughs> we gonna have it at the Chuck E. Cheese. So you you gonna go to the court? You right. Know? Yeah. To cool the that? court. You cool yeah. with? that? I mean, I've done it. I've I've taken photos of one. So it's a he said cool i have done it. This dude
4: is married this I whole time. Know. He got
3: that family in Chicago. Yeah, it's a black. You. It's a black. Man. Yeah. No, I've worked a court wedding. It was easy. I mean, it yeah. was literally ten minutes. They was like you cool, yes, you cool, yes, sign this, we're done.
2: Actually Way I've out. been to a court wedding too. I've never been to one. I've been the witness. Ooh. Yeah. And uh yeah, and then they have this like thing outside of the court, like that uh arch. With flowers and stuff And you mm-hmm. take a picture And all that I, Yeah I have done that in Jersey We
3: had to check It was a security checkpoint Into the building <laughs> We had to take all the things Out of our pockets Beep Okay you're good <laughs> I forgot I Don't had bring no guns
2: to the wedding. Yes, yes. And, like, no. the witnesses God, have, I had to sign So they could get their marriage, their
1: marriage certificate I ain't upset about it But you But now it goes back to my point It's so easy Like i just done it Yeah but why Why
3: if
2: you're cool the way you are, and we have both talked about it, and we're both cool where we're at right now. But, but okay, so is there any any thought in your mind that you're not going to marry her?
3: Mm. Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to
2: get married. That's not confident.
3: Well,
1: that's, the, that's how Chris speaks. Okay. That's yeah, that's just me. So there's <laughs>
2: no doubt in your mind that she's going to be your wife?
1: Right. So then why not do it? But why do Actually, it? I, Same thing. I, I kind of agree with if, Chris. Imagine this. Well, I mean, but but Chris is already thinking about living separately. Like, not living separately, but, like, two people in one household separately. Right. So it's like, I guess maybe it just doesn't even matter. Would you go your whole life and just, like, ah, whatever? Yeah, I think so. I mean. So
2: marriage isn't important to her. Marriage isn't important to you. Correct. Okay. Wow. That's different.
0: Yeah. Sam, you were you going to say something? What, what if you're on your way to Chicago plane goes down you're dead and jessica's left with nothing well she's not gonna have anything anyway no, because but they're gonna be separate but there's like things you do like insurance and uh what
3: else it's also like i don't have anything <laughs> left yeah, over for talking anybody about it. i
2: mean but i think that that's a that's a, a key thing because i think certain people are cool because i i told you i think i told you about this couple that had three kids together and they never got married and i was like I didn't real. I didn't know that they just seemed like a married couple. And he, he was like, "She's like, I know where he's gonna be. I know he's he, he's coming. He don't need to give me a ring to 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 make me feel like he's Sounds in like this." She's convinced herself of that. No, it was just like I'm just saying like that's just it's the synopsis of the conversation. But they they looked happier than people that have been married for the same amount of time. Some, certain relationships. So it's really about both sides of the thing. But for me personally, like. Mm. If I'm living with somebody, like, I would want mm-hmm. it to be, like, a marriage. I wouldn't want it to be, I would want her to know that, like, that you're it. That's all yeah. All I want to be. Fact. And I think that marriage step is, like, the best way to show that.
1: Now, Sam brings up an uh, interesting point. So, I know Homegirl wants to make, like, businesses and things. Would you ever go in business with her?
3: It depends on what it is. But, like, know. ever. No.
0: I heard some ideas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, I I bring these things up because, like, talking about assets and things that you own and blah blah. blah maybe one day you might buy a house or something. Right, right. So let's say like you guys buy a house together, and then you pass away, and then now it's like next of kin owns your. Yeah, but stuff. there's
2: ways to go past that now. Like you could put beneficiaries and stuff that don't have anything to do with marriage, and even marriage doesn't necessarily. Bind it anymore, like there's. So marriage is a waste. Marriage is marriage became a, a political a, became like a government thing, but it always was a, a, a religious spiritual, thing, spiritual religious thing, mm-hmm. not even spiritual religious, mm-hmm. right? It's in Christianity, it's in Hinduism. It is like marriage is like all the religions that like marriage was the only way you can start a family and all that kind of stuff it's just like societal norms or things have changed now where like it's not as important but if you're still very tied into your religion it probably is very important because marriage is a key in most religions marriage is a key factor in getting to that level of spirituality or whatever the end game in your religion is whether it's heaven or you know, mm-hmm. whatever that is, there's a role that being married plays in that.
0: Mm hmm. 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 Would you okay being a baby daddy? Absolutely not. Actually, she asked me about this the other day. She's like, does having does a, a single mother have less value than uh, a woman without a child? And I'm like, well, you're asking the wrong question. It's like, for dating, kind of, yeah, because that's someone else's child. That I had to suddenly take responsibility for. It's like, mm, I don't really like that.
1: Cause... So you're not the father that stepped up.
0: No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan has stepkids.
1: Yeah, yeah. He oh, beautiful,
0: half, half black, half white daughter. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Unlike Neil Young, who just abandoned his disabled children. But yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Who's the good guy? <laughs> I had I had to slide that in somewhere. So I was yeah, putting up the comments. <laughs> we can talk about that
2: too. Yeah, but, um, later, later. Go man. ahead. Keep keep going. Um,
0: yeah, because it's like it it, it really depends. Because if I if I see someone and like typically a single mother household is on the rocks anyway. Typically, I'm not saying always, but sometimes it's like it uh, doesn't feel stable. So it's like, why would I want to invest my time in an unstable place? Well, that I'm okay. I asked a
1: different question. Not would you date a girl who has a child? More like, would you be okay being somebody's father? That y'all that y'all just had, and then like y'all broke. And it. I so, just want
2: to be on the record that I vehemently disagree with what Sam just said about a, a single parent household being on the rocks. No, I've seen very stable single no, mothers. They, <laughs> they do
0: they do exist, but on average, like
2: <laughs> I, I am. Completely on the opposite end of the spectrum of what Sam is saying. Sunil is saying that. So real. At So Real Sunil on Twitter. My hinge is Sunil. I am completely against what Sam is saying. Just want to make it clear to the listeners that this is Sam. This is
0: not Sunil. You're making it. Because usually this is what Sunil would say. But that is not what I agree with at this moment. Let me continue. Uh,
1: Put the camera on me. Uh... Single mothers are angels. (laughs) I've always loved a single mother. Okay? My mother was single at
0: some point. (laughs) But Let let me continue with what I'm saying. Sam's white. (laughs) Which, uh, the point I'm getting to, is that, guess what? Single white mothers
1: are better. (laughs) No, that's exactly what you were going to say.
0: No, I was going to say, most of school shooters come from (laughs) single mother households. I sh- it's just a fact. I'm sorry. Yo,
2: I love that Sam is on this show because
0: I don't have to be that dude. <laughs> I'm just quoting facts. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What?
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but just... keep going. So, so go going. <laughs> Because it's going to keep coming out, so I'm cool with that. But like, Sam's going to be like, yeah. and most gang members yeah, are, like, are black. When you look at the socioeconomic value, it's literally cents to dollars when you talk about. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, Samuel.
0: If it's not my kid, it's just you don't have as much investment, typically. I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, this is, this is always how it is. It's mm-hmm. just on on average – it Statality. does complicate
2: things for sure. <laughs> I love how he's saying on average, like he's he's like researched
1: this and I, he knows the
2: stats. I have,
1: according <laughs> to the CDC, <laughs> it states
2: that.
1: <laughs> I remember. I remember Bill Clinton and and Obama said that uh, fatherless homes do create uh, more difficulty for yeah. kids. Yeah, thank God Basically. Obama said it cause <laughs> if not, oh, yeah. I'd
0: be in trouble right now. Yeah.
2: But going back to your question, would you? Be in a serious relationship or with somebody, have a kid no, with them no. without being married. Oh yes, yes, that's yes, what you're yes, point, yes that yes, is, that, right? That's what I'm yeah, so yeah, would yeah. you have oh. a kid out of wedlock?
0: Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's is that what baby daddy means? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm yes. right, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> kid out of wedlock. You're the baby's oh, yes, daddy.
0: yeah. I could, cause that that like you all said, the the paper means nothing. If you are doing good, you don't need a paper to tell you that you're doing good.
2: So you would have a kid out of Yeah, wedlock. yeah, like that. So you would be a baby daddy. I didn't know what that meant.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, that's hilarious. He just went <laughs> off on this rant about, about I'm single sorry. mothers, not knowing the whole point we were just talking
0: about. I apologize. Like, I apologize. One of my best friends <laughs> is black. Such <laughs> <was touching> an Chris. <laughs> Yo, no. how can i be racist hey, this is golden
2: please clip this and oh, put it yeah. out on <laughs> it's okay
0: I'll, I'll be the bad guy no I'm... every time you say something like that it's like oh so just like you mean all the time I'm like no <laughs> no i'm not saying all, all the... average
2: it's not average no but so t- talk to me about so what's the difference between so so it's the fact that the so if the relationship you don't even doesn't got words. work. No, no. <laughs> if the relationship doesn't work out. That makes them damaged. But if they're still together but not married, no, no, no. So like,
0: when I say single mother, I mean they don't know the father. <laughs> that's that's they you. don't know the father. They, no, like the kid There's doesn't train run. that night. <laughs> no. God damn. It. <laughs> the child does not have a relationship this with his case. or her father.
1: This Understood. Right. <laughs> Understood.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> And this is not like, oh, their their dad died in... like Pete Davidson. His dad died in nine eleven. Oh, I mean, that's not so that's idea. not a single mother that's that you are talking big, about. No, I I am not sure the exact like what parameters they said about it, but they said just on average, right? Not like specific. Chris Chris is getting angry at me I'm like not not directing <laughs> I'm at you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so what about you, Kelby?
1: I wouldn't like to be one. I would not like to be a. Uh, baby dad um have a kid out of wedlock yeah no um i'm a traditional guy um i have been in enough situationships to know that i personally need to get that key turned into the lock Mm -hmm. like i you know of course you can un you could you could divorce, you could do all these things but for me personally i need to know that where where my priorities lie? So I'm one of those weird people that thinks spouses should put each other first before
0: the kid. That's actually correct. You should right? say fuck the kids. Take care of your woman. I didn't say that. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously. Like they say that. Like take take care of your wife first. Uh-huh. Your kid. You can have more later. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys are on the same page about this one.
0: Me, <laughs> me and, me and, me and Kelly are the same. The kids.
2: Y'all chose the
1: spouse.
0: <laughs> no, because there's a thing in life called triage, right? They always say, oh, you know, take. take <laughs> How did this man get the mic? <laughs> How did this man get the mic? <laughs> you want me on the mic. You need me on the mic. No, no, Kelby's right. Mean, go out with T- triage. T- no, T- think about it. Are <laughs> <laughs> we <out> of <laughs> a of hospital? <laughs> go ahead, triage. No, no, go ahead. So, like, right, God. No, but Kelby's right. I'm, I'm being funny, but you, they say, your wife comes first. Who's they? Who's <laughs> they? The people, <laughs> the, the CDC says. The CDC no, no. says. The relationship experts that we always hear about, the books, the fun. The, the books. Uh, the books. The peer reviewed essays, The peer reviewed academic pee. scholarly journals that, that you can cite in your reports mm-hmm. say that, yes, take care of your wife first. It doesn't, it doesn't mean like, oh, take care of your wife 99% and 1% for the kid, but your wife comes first.
2: Interesting. Because that,
0: that is a relationship that's built on that's sexual, spiritual, all these other things. Kids, you can kind of just, you know. Yeah,
2: but the kids had no choice in whether or not they came in. That was all your guys doing. So then to make them the secondary option. But they when benefit. you chose to bring them into this world, don't you think your responsibility should be to them? No, no, because
0: they benefit more from seeing a healthy, solid relationship other than.
2: But what's the how, how, what, how is that the two extremes? Like, if you take care of the kids, that doesn't necessarily mean that. All right, so here's why, why <laughs> I say.
1: Because <laughs> I don't see how it's okay, got to be here, if I care of my kids. Don't, kid don't her, make it extreme. Here's, here's why I believe <laughs> that, <relationship's> fail. <laughs> that you got to put each other first before the kids. Okay? So I believe that when you guys get married, you turn into one spirit. Like it's you're still two people, but you turn in like your entity. Yeah, you're one entity. So in life,
0: <laughs> you should get that by the way. I uh, know I'm not sure. no, right. <laughs> no, no, no. But Sorry. but in life, in
1: life, <laughs> a lesson that I had to learn upon upon turning thirty, yeah. is is uh, you always got to take care, you got to take care of yourself first, right? And um, th- I, it's something I say all the time uh, when you're on a plane. And they and they say to put the mask on, you got to put your mask on before you can help others. And for me, if I'm going to live in a household with other people, uh, I have to know that, you know, that term, the better half. I have to know that the other half of me is doing well before I can take care of others. So. Uh, It just comes as a responsibility to the other members of the household, because I grew up in a household where that wasn't done. You know, I saw, you know, my parents not treat each other super well, and it definitely affected me. Um, And. It's I could have easily turned what I saw into hatred or or into violence or into whatever um, or. Or in certain ways, it's like, like it didn't help, it didn't help yeah, me don't like, be you know, don't it be sadistic, right? Like it didn't help me, uh, it didn't help me realize and understand what healthy was. Um, until, but I, I did have a tree of other relationships, you know, at church and things like that, that helped me understand that. So that's the reason why I say we have to put each other first, because if you're, if you become, obsessed with the child, then you leave your partner, the other person who's the parent as well, dry. And if y'all relationship ain't great, then it just goes down the line as to everybody else. So to me, I don't see how someone could say, Oh, I'm gonna put the kids first, but you didn't make the kid by yourself. You know, y'all gotta come into this together. Even if it's a co parenting situation, we've seen many situations where co-parenting works really well and the kid is happy because they put their relationship first let's make sure that we're cool we're not arguing we're not fighting we're not this we're not that we're not telling the kids bad things about each other you know and then it works but where does that
2: become first that should just be what the relationship is so what i'm, yeah, what but I'm a saying a lot of people that, don't
1: put their relationship first. yeah
2: but but what i'm it's but you're saying first mm-hmm. no you being, having your relationship be first is different from just having a healthy relationship. Putting in work into a relationship doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the first thing that I'm doing. So I think that... I, I, okay, I maybe do, I need to change my words. I, I put
1: it ahead of.
2: But that's see, that's where I disagree. Mm-hmm. So I disagree because the, the kid is going to be completely dependent on you. Sure. Right? But... My spouse isn't completely dependent on me. Why not? Because they're a whole human mm-hmm. that is on this planet and all this kind of stuff. So Do they I don't think need that, you. Huh? They don't need you. That's not so. We're always going to the extremes somehow in this in, this, well, well, in these conversations. Let, can I can I
0: come to the, Kelby's defense in a good way? All right, I'm not gonna go let crazy. Let me finish my point first. Oh, before I'm sorry. You need to
2: defend. I know I'm poignant <laughs> and I know I'm beating y'all down right now. You don't need to come to his I defense don't. right away. But no, I'm saying this is what I'm saying. Like I think in a healthy relationship, there's a time where it was just you and your spouse, and you build that foundation of what your relationship is. The time when a kid comes in. Hopefully that foundation is strong. I think what you guys are talking about is when the foundation still isn't laid in a in, in a relationship that you have to continuously keep putting work in the relationship. That means you probably shouldn't have stacked these bricks on as kids into the household quite yet. But when a kid comes in, you can't. You have to take care of them first because they're completely a they're completely um, beholden to whatever you do they're not going to be able to eat emotionally be stable take care of like all those responsibilities all that kind of stuff they need you to take care of them so at a certain point if if i have food on the table and it's like my kids hungry my my wife's hungry and all that kind of stuff the kid has to eat before me and my wife because it's I our job never to let provide. a child eat before
1: me <laughs> my w- wife could eat before me and they can watch.
2: The kid could watch. So yeah. the kid goes hungry if there's only enough food for one person. I'm not
1: gonna do that. I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna say Listen, I would like my kids to see me serve mom and I would like my kids to see mom serve dad. If the kid is more important cause here's the thing, you only have the kids for X amount of time. I pled I pledged until death do I part to you. Them kids gonna leave me. I don't even know if they're going to take care of me when I need it. Right? So once they're 18, 21, 25, they're gone. And then I'm an afterthought. I'm still stuck with you. <laughs> and what you're going to do when you don't have a, the, kids, the kids to be obsessed about?
2: But I'm not talking about obsessed. I'm talking about responsibility. So you're saying your responsibility is to your wife first and then your kids. 100%.
0: Yeah. I think we're talking about two different things. What are we no, talking? Let me explain. So I, you are right. Like. Kids do need a lot more help mm-hmm. when yeah. they're when they're babies, of course. Sure. But I think Kelby's talking about like e- emotionally, relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about like, oh, like fuck you, kid. I'm gonna feed my wife first. Like you're second. It's no, but n- that is what he's saying. No, no, that's not. That's mm-hmm. not what he's saying. No, no, no He's that's not. He's, he's not literally said, saying like, oh, I want the kids <laughs> to see me serve her, her serve me. Kids gonna get their food. It's not like um, I, when I said triage, I was joking. I'm not mean like, oh, give the wife the food first because the kid. Uh, fuck him. No. That's not what he's saying. He's <laughs> saying that the kids, that they'll get all that the necessities to live, shelter, food, uh, healthcare, uh, all, all that, lo- that long list of things that kids need to survive. But emotionally, relationship-wise, spiritually, that's a little more complicated. And you can't be like, hey, kid, like, let's talk about religion and our emotions right now because they don't fucking get it. All you need to do with kids is take care of them, like we've been talking about, and then maybe build them some skills, confidence, teach them things. They don't need to know about, you know, intricate relationship advice at one zero five. Now
1: I have to add something because you said um you, you said something about uh the foundation. Yeah. <clears throat> and to me, I feel like there is never a point where I'm not still working on the foundation. Like ultimately, yeah, there's gonna be dirt packed. Right. But I'm never I can never go X amount of time being like we good because that's just an assumption that we're good. But we we have to. We have to work on our relationships with each other because that just uh, clarifies what your relationship with the kids are. It makes everything easier, you know, so I I do notice like I, I used to teach soccer and. I uh, I was not super nice to the kids. Now it doesn't mean I was mean to them, but I wasn't nice. Like I wasn't like, you know, bent over backwards for them. And these are like privileged kids. You know, their parents are multi millionaires, hundred millionaires, all this stuff. And so I remember one time this kid came up to me and said, "Hey, Coach Kelby, go get me some ice." And I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. "What did you say?" And he said, "Go." Get me some ice uh, now. I was like, listen, you're five. One day you're going to be old enough. You're going to get a job. When you get that job, you'll have enough money to get in a car and drive to the store and buy your own ice. But until you do that, you can ask me for some something that I can get you. And I'll decide if I want to get you that or not. And he was like stunned. The kid was like, whoa. Right. Turn around. He's like, oh, oh, okay. Right. I didn't think it was anything. I didn't even know anybody was paying attention. His dad came up to me and shook my hand. In my hand, he had $100. And he goes... <laughs> in his
3: hand was a gun. No, 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 no. <laughs> no.
1: He gave me 100 bucks, And he goes, my wife doesn't let me discipline the kids. Because she's obsessed with them. Puts them first. A, she, yeah, she puts them first. And so he was like, like... He pulled me aside, put me in the sprinter. He was like... It doesn't matter what I say. It's the kids, the kids, the kids. But like, and they eventually got a divorce. But he was, he was like, I'm not important in this. It's they have four kids together, and no matter what, he was like, I can't discipline them. I can't say anything. I can't. It was just if I if they need ice, just like they told you, I have to run and go get it for them, or the nanny has to run and go get it for. It. When you re- when you rejected the kid, like you disciplined them, and that was. Something that they're not used to, and yeah, but that's a bad parenting. No, it's because she put the kids first. No, that's because they
2: weren't a healthy relationship. But there's, yes. there's an element that's missing. About, that's that's you're, you're, But you can't already take a bad relationship. And then how do you blame know it kids. was
1: bad before the
2: kids? Because it would have worked out if it was a good relationship. No, mm-hmm.
1: no. It, that
2: it, means it, they weren't uh, they equally. Were, so you're saying. The, I'm not saying you need to ne- neglect the relationship. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't neglect the relationship. You, I'm not saying you should neglect the relationship as much as you're not saying you need to neglect the kids and focus no. on the relationship. There's got to be a healthy balance. Sure. That the woman that's not obsessed with the kids. That's just a bad parent if you're get letting your kids get away with treating people and talking to people that way I don't think that's a definition of this person's obsessed with these kids no this person lacks backbone or spoiling them or whatever the case may be sure. that shouldn't be go hand in hand with neglecting their husband but
1: see that's not I wasn't talking about their parenting you could do whatever you want as a parent but they
2: neglect she she wasn't in the relationship with him we're talking about two different things that's what I'm saying you're using extreme points to to uh, validate the argument that you're saying I agree with you You always should be You can't neglect the partnership You can't neglect the marriage What you're saying is The marriage is more important than the kids Yeah That's two different things
0: mm, Well, okay Again, if the marriage is healthy Typically in tandem That makes a healthy lifestyle for the kids Sure mm-hmm.
2: So you should have a healthy marriage, but I yeah. don't think that having a healthy marriage means we put our marriage first over the kids. But I think what, a healthy uh, marriage is a healthy okay, marriage. Okay, okay. You have to kids define what kids. that means. What is before? Like you, if you have a healthy marriage, you're able to take on other responsibility, which is having a kid. Right, so if your marriage is healthy, it's already woven into how we ha- how we deal with each other, we communicate with each other, we make sure that we're not neglecting them, and all these kind of things. That's part of a healthy relationship, regardless of if there's kids, there's a dog, there's a parakeet, like all of that kind of stuff is there. But when I make the choice to bring in somebody else into this relationship, that has no say for me to then just be like, no, this matters more than you. That, to me, is where I disagree with what you guys are saying. I don't think that a kid coming in means that I don't have to care about this relationship anymore. But I do think that there's there, it's important that if I'm bringing somebody into this world, absolutely I have to give them 100%. And if it came into a place where uh, I had to choose between the two in certain circumstances, I got to choose the kid.
1: Okay, so that brings me to my favorite question. Because you just answered it, yeah. but I'll still ask it. A boat is sinking.
2: I choose the kid.
1: I choose the wife.
0: I choose neither. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> it's kind of a pain. No, no. Uh, that the, the lifeboat policy is is a it's a a valid thing. Like that pretty much tells you what you need to know about you as a person. Mm-hmm. I would life.
2: expect the wife to choose the kid too and let me die. Because I'm going to, if if uh, if it comes to sacrificing myself for my wife or my kids, I'm sacrificing myself. I'm taking the bullet. I'm not putting the kid in front of me. That's a different That's course. the same thing. The, that, no, but that same same that is thing. that's an extreme though.
1: That's not. It's not. So the same is thing. the lifeboat no, 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 no. thing. No, no, no. I'm saying that lifeboat is extreme. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's not what I'm saying. If I had this, if if it was about sacrificing myself that's different than choosing someone else so if a gunman says
2: kill i i'm gonna am going to i am either gonna kill your kid or kill your wife you're saying kill the kid that's the same thing that you're saying with the. no no
1: woman. no no you're saying if i had to choose th- let me rephrase what you just gave me gunman says you have to kill yourself or you have to kill
2: all of us are choosing ourselves for sure but what I'm that's, saying is, yeah, that, what that's what I feel is, like you're. So you're saying, was. so if you had to choose between your wife surviving or your kids surviving, you're choosing your wife. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's not me. That's a, that's, right. like
0: that's like a no no-win win scenario.
1: scenario. That's not P. It's mind. no, it's no win. But to me, the it, it has to go like this: God is at the top, and then your spouse is underneath that, and underneath that is your the kids. That's just how I see it.
2: I, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's wrong thought process. I don't see it that way. For me, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not bringing a kid into this world until I'm on a stable foundation because I know when that kid comes, it's going to be our responsibility to make sure that, per, that kid is taken care of right. to the fullest.
1: But the most difficult thing is you may have a very wonderful, healthy relationship before the kid gets there. And then it falls apart when they get there.
2: Then that's not a healthy relationship. It, no, you
1: can't define it as <laughs> that's, that. It's not... Because a, situations change the situations. Then it's
2: not healthy. A healthy relationship could deal with any circumstances that come in. You have the tools because you're in a healthy relationship to navigate through that. Then it's not healthy. You can't have a healthy body and then all of a sudden something comes and you're not healthy and you just die. That's literally how people die. <laughs> no, like that's COVID. because then you don't be... No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay.
0: But I mean, like cancer.
2: Yeah, but cancer makes you unhealthy. It-
1: okay. But
0: kids can kids make you unhealthy?
1: Yeah, they can. There's plenty of people that have unhealthy children. But
0: I'm saying like having a kid. Like my girlfriend just went to visit her brother because he just had a kid, mm. and she was noticing things about it. Like, well, they were very happy before. And then eh, it wasn't like they were unhappy, but it's like, oh, it's tough. It it weighs on you. you got to work. you got to get the baby, all these things. And and that's the situation where the baby needs to be taken care of 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, I can't do that. I got to keep my wife first. If your wife's taking care of the baby, if it's traditional, let's say it's traditional, your wife's taking care of the baby all day. You have to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure she's doing okay mm-hmm. to take care of the baby. Because, mm-hmm. like, we can't do much for the baby. We can do about 45% of what women can do. Let me rest. ask you this. Let me ask you this. In a, a, a specific situation, right? Specific. So
1: you're let's use that as a framework. Mm-hmm. You're working. Wife's taking care of the kids, mm-hmm. right? You come home. You realize this lady is stressed out. Right. She cannot hear uh, Baby Shark one more time. She's done for mm-hmm. kid let's call the kid a year and a half old mm-hmm. okay, what do you do?
0: How do you solve this problem? Give her a break you ask her what How? she what she wants what like what, is she, I'm, what I'm, does she what she want okay
2: so I'm either we if it's hey, let me take on more responsibility let me let me take care of the kid. you go do whatever you need to do to get out of the house or all that kind of stuff or Let's get a babysitter. Let's take. Let's go out and you know just be a couple right now. Like whatever it needs to, de-stress, But that's a partnership. I need to take on what my what what responsibility I can to keep you like less stressed.
0: This sounds like a chicken and chicken and the egg conundrum.
2: But what I'm saying, so I strongly believe that stressors in life, stress happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. People. Handle stress different ways based off of the tools that they have. Whatever way it grounds you, maybe it's religion, maybe it's uh, discipline in work ethic, it maybe it's whatever your philosophy is that causes you to be able to handle things in different ways. Mm-hmm. So a healthy relationship that's based off of a strong foundation won't allow kids to affect that relationship unless it exposes weaknesses that we. Th- we didn't realize that we had. I think that happens a lot where I I think that happens a lot where in relationships, outside stressors expose things that we didn't see because we never were put in this, these circumstances till this happens, but that's not the kid's fault. That's just that,
1: It's a circumstance.
2: Circumstances.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean when I say you could have something that's very healthy and then you have a kid that you've never had before and then it weighs on you a way that you've never felt before. Or maybe she has postpartum depression or things that you've never had to deal with before and you may have been healthy at one point in time and then you have to just deal with new circumstances. It may have worked.
2: in It only works in this environment. I don't necessarily mean that's a healthy relationship because a relationship shouldn't only be when the circumstances are like this.
0: I, I don't know anyone who's perfect in relationships and children. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're, we're kind of speaking, yeah, straw man argument. Not straw man.
2: Yeah, none of us have kids.
0: So. No, no, none of us have kids, but like, <laughs> like so first. we're just kind of like speaking on. None of us have kids that we actually <laughs> let the world know about. We're right, right. <laughs> yeah. we're, Chris's kids are all great. <laughs> Chris's
2: kids don't even know his name is Chris. They think he's Juan. <laughs>
1: oh, that's really racist. <laughs> but, all right, so I mean, this is a good conversation, yeah, because it it helps you parents weigh in because you hear yeah. all talking about it with.
2: Well, of these I, I imagine
0: kids. your listeners are mostly single. Um, is there a
1: demographic? Well, you, well you know what, this is a clip. If you're watching this clip right now. Let us know how old you are, where you're from, and if you're single or taken. Single is married.
2: Single is what? married? Sing,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, s- single taken is non married. Taken is married. Taken, yeah. All right. Nope. One more time. Girlfriend. If you're watching this clip right now, let us know how old you are, where you're from, and if you're single or taken. Taken is married. Single is either totally single or boyfriend and girlfriend. You can add that in single, but I have a boyfriend, blah, blah. blah. But on paper, And if they have kids. And if you have kids. So let us know and then watch this episode and let me know. Have you ever been in a healthy relationship and kids come about, kids spread through your family, and then all of a sudden it doesn't feel so healthy anymore? Or did you feel like you were armed with the tools through your previous foundation to handle any and all situations in life? No problem.
0: And I'm going to say I apologize if I offended anybody (laughs) with (laughs) with what I said. I wasn't. Meaning to be like, oh, single single parent households, the kids are fucked up. Obviously not. I know plenty of people. Like, Christian, one of my best friends is a single parent household. So I mean, no. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So anybody else? Y'all good? No, we more time. No, we're we only have a minute
0: left. Joe Budden.
2: <laughs> Stay tuned. Next week we're going to be talking about
0: <laughs> Joe Biden. All right, right, that's
1: good. So, guys, thanks for tuning in for this episode of Men on the Internet Podcast. Uh, It's been really fun. Make sure you watch these episodes on YouTube um, as well as uh, streaming them on all streaming platforms. When you are on the streaming platform, please leave us a five-star review or even leave us a, a real review and let everybody know how great the podcast is. It really helps. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our page and like this video and share it, please. And that's that. Always make sure you wear protection.
2: <laughs> stay hydrated,
0: stay thirsty, my friends. No shit. <laughs>